Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit, travel, and magic, the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or maybe I shouldn't quit my day job. Now, like I ask each and every single episode, do me a favor, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. It could be up here, over here, or somewhere down here. I don't know where you're watching. You could be watching on Twitch, uh, YouTube, Twitter. I, I have no clue. Or you could be listening to the show on Spotify, Google, or Apple uh podcast so i want to thank you please but remember because of these algorithms yeah you need to share this podcast with people for them to be aware of it so you need to hit that follow like subscribe button and then plus share this with everybody and their mother who likes magic the gathering because if you like the show they'll like the show and then now like i do each and every single episode i bring in the young lady who uh, does all the stuff on the background she can be a little naggy here and there then i don't blame her because the fact that uh, i put a lot on a plate but she's the irresistible one she's the ravishing one she's the one the one the only the one i call the ravishing renata how you doing there ravishing i'm doing good you feeling a little crabby this morning no <laughs> yeah we went to a uh, haunted house this weekend uh yeah this weekend we went to what a place called field of terror uh in east windsor new jersey had a great time if you're in the new york new jersey tri-state area it's a moral imperative try the field of terror uh we did a corn maze uh we did haunted barn a haunted carnival barn uh they got the, a thing where you can shoot zombies and they walk around uh what they got the uh thing where they can touch you you don't touch them but they can touch you and then the hay rides great time and let me just tell you the apple cider uh, uh donuts chef's kiss let me just tell you absolutely absolutely delicious i know i had a great time you had a great time had a great time yeah if you can see my eye yeah it's all jacked up have no fear it's not pink eye it's just uh she beats me no, i'm joking I <laughs> but uh i wanted to do this episode and it's been the time where i want to do this episode because there's a young man he's part of the boot crew ravishing and he reached out to me while my, my mom was ill and we got sick but he reached out to me and said hey i got this deck list that i want to share with you and i wanted to share it with the listening and viewing audience and the reason why ladies and gentlemen boo crew is that i've played this deck myself you're aware of this ravishing no yeah i actually played this deck myself and i thought it was really good and then people started finding answers and it really upset me so i stepped away from the deck and then i was like oh well here's pioneer and i you know i'm like focusing on pioneer went back to modern going back to pioneer again and then all of a sudden it's like this young man mike from oshawa ontario reached out to me and was like hey there's this deck you need to check out i'm like yo my friend I know the deck you're talking about because I played it. Yeah, there's a couple new pieces that they've added to it, but you know, it, it's time for you know how I like the uh, I'm an individual that tells you go out there, try new different things, don't be afraid to challenge yourself. Here you go. Here's a deck that I would recommend to you, the listening and viewing audience. Boo crew, I'm going to bring you, and hopefully you hit that the little uh, thumbnail spirit blade 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking our tech spirits and we added home. Well, Renata, ravishing. Let's bring up the deck list so you can see what we're talking about. And it's, oh, oh, look at that. Who could it be in there? Stoneforge Mystic. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. What happens is back in the day, there used to be a deck called Callblade, right? And it was very popular, did exceptionally well, and it ended up getting Jace the Mind Sculptor uh, banned and other cards banned. Well, somebody in their infinite wisdom said, you know what? Let's add a little spiritual uh, renaissance to it, get the little revival going on here. And it did very well in the very beginning with spirits. And then it just dropped off because people found answers. And you know what I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen? This is a hidden gem that most people are unaware of. Now, I'm going to go through the deck. I'm going to share with you all my thoughts, especially what this young man did with his deck, Mr. Uh, Mike from Oshawa, Ontario. Now, he's he's saying, he, you know, he's like, he laughs. He's like, yeah, I'm a bit of a, a spirit master where I'm from, laugh out loud. But he does very well. He, you know, 90% of the time, he wins 100% of the time. I'm like, okay, that, I, I like that math. 100% or 90%? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. And he takes pride in the game because he's been in and out. Well, let's take, let, let's see these offerings, shall we? He's running 32 creatures, four Mausoleum Wanderer, four Supreme Phantom, four Rattle Chains, three Thalia Guide of Thraben. This is a special a key card that our friend Andre, the, uh, Andre Seguera, the Spirit Master, enjoys and loves. Then you have uh, four Stoneforge Mystics, three Unsettled Mariner, which I like, but it's 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 one of those. It's a part. It's a card that has a little soft side to me, but at the same time, I'm like. Mm. Then you have three Skyclave Apparition, big fan of three Spell Queller, big fan of. Four Geist of St. Traft. Now, some of you are like, what the hell is this card? Yeah, this is a card that came back back in the day, and it was one of the key cards in Spirits. We're going to get deeper into this card a little bit later. Now, now you know there's no instants or sorceries, and the reason why is that we're going to go heavy into what we call an artifact package here. We're running seven artifacts due to Stoneforge, and we're going to begin with one Sword of Fire and Ice. Anybody knows Fire and Ice? Very nice. One Caldra Complete. Well, before, back in my day, when we first started playing, we had Caldra Incomplete. Why? Because it was a shield, a sword, and a helm. Then we got a one Maul of the Skyclave. Very nice. And then four Aethervile, which is standard in every single modern spirit deck. Now let's look at the land, shall we? Four Seacrum Coast. Of course. Four Flooded Strands. Of course. Two Hollowed Fountains. Why not? Then two uh islands and plains three cavern of souls two ottawa ottawa soaring cities i'm like mm, that's interesting but i skipped over something right ladies and gentlemen and that's ghost quarter that's right i skipped over ghost quarter because this is a card that we don't see too much this is a card that i'm asking and begging want to please turn this into a creature i'm asking for it to be called ghost attendant or quarters attendant and make it a white in the generic and, and make whatever that this is into like a one-two flyer. That's that's mine. Watsy, if you're watching and listening, please do so. And then now let's look at our sideboard. Ready? Just 15, obviously. Two test of talents. Now, I'm going to be quite sincere with you. This is a card that I thought had high aspirations. I was like, ooh, ooh, 
this this one gets me a little titillated. Unfortunately, titillation turned into. Uh, but let's see. Let's go through the deck and see what goes. It's not a bad card. I'm not saying it's a good card. It's one of those cards that just may stroke the ego. Then you have two Force of Negation, two Chalice of the Voids. Aha! I love the Chalice of the Void. One Sanctifier Invect, which I'm a big fan of Sanctifier Invect. Four uh, Katiki War Wage. Now I'm like, this one, I'm like, I like it, but in this deck, three March of the Otherworldly Light, and then one Sword of War and Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, th this is not a bad deck. There's certain key cards in here, like I would go uh, Unsettled Mariner, mm. Ghost Quarter, mm. and then Kataki. And this is the reason why. What happens is Unsettled Mariner, yes, it technically, because it's a shapeshifter, it's a spirit. It fits. But realistically, if they're going to target something, they're going to target no matter what. And it's a shame. It, it, it sucks. But it, it if it was like a ward two or more, I would be like, chef's kiss. This is wonderful. I love it. Now, Ghost Quarter. I like Ghost Quarter a lot because it does take away a, a particular mana that affects our opponent. But then it subtracts. It hurts us inside. I prefer Field of Ruin so we don't lose the, you know, the mana base that we have. Okay, fine, they get a land, we get a land. But Ghost Quarter, they get a land and we lose nothing. We, we lose our mana advantage. Still a good card, though. And then finally, Kataki. Well, Kataki to Kataki. One thing I love about Kataki, it, it really goes out of its way to screw artifacts. But the problem is, is we're running an artifact deck. If we're running an artifact deck, why would we want to screw ourselves? This is one card that I'm like, mm -mm. as much, I, I'd probably put in like two, not three. I would actually put in more, uh, I mean, uh, feel, uh, shoot, rest in peace in here. Now, Test of Talents, I'm a big fan of Test of Talents, but there's other cards in there that I would rather... Uh, mystical mystic dispute uh, what other one i would want to put in there mm, i don't know let me think about it chalice of void i'm a big fan of chalice of the void right now because the fact that for one mana if you're looking at our mana base oh well we have mausoleum wanderer and then uh that's right that's it the one mana and then you got the aether vial if it's it fits nice. You can sit there and screw over Ragavan, the, uh, the nimble pilferer. It's a good deck. Now, how the deck plays, realistically and honestly, yeah, you want to, the whole goal, in, realistically, is that you want to put your Aether Vial out first. That's the whole goal, if you can get it. And then next thing, you're just shooting, spitting out creatures left and right, uh, using the flash ability or the fact of using uh, the Aether Vial ability. But the thing is that this deck isn't like your typical tempo deck. This is where we set up our board state a little bit slower. And then when we get our key cards by using uh, uh, Stoneforge Mystic, we can then get our artifacts 
cards that we need, like Sword of Fire Nice, Keldra Complete, are the Mall of Skyclaves. And then put it on a key card and then boom, flying for the victory. Let me just tell you, it's wonderful. One thing I understand the reason why the young man, Mike, ended up putting in Sunnelmariner is because he wants to make sure it slows down our opponent from ta- dealing with us, dealing with our board state because of the fact of Thalia. Because all spells are going to cost a little bit more. It's going to really slow down our opponent. So, Ravishing, why don't we go to the next slide, if you don't mind. And here we are. Let's look at uh, Thalia, Guardian of Thraben. A generic and a white, a 2-1 legendary creature human soldier. Wish she was a spirit. Unfortunately, she's not. She has first strike. Non-creature spells cost one more to cast. Unfortunately, it costs all our artifacts, artifacts one more to go. But is that a problem? No! Why? Because next to her is Stoneforge Mystic. A generic and a white, a 1-2 core artificer. When Stoneforge Mystic enters the battlefield, you may search the library for an equipment card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then shuffle your library. Very nice, right? Not bad. Turn two. So you put an Aether Vial, turn one. Turn two, you put a a counter on your Aether Vial. You play your Stoneforge Mystic. Oh, I get a card that I need. Very, very nice. I hold on to that little artifact in my hand. And then on my opponent's turn, maybe I play that uh, Mausoleum Wanderer. And then on my my turn, my upcoming turn, where I hopefully have two or three mana, it says tap a, a generic and white. You may put an equip creature uh, equipment card. Uh, uh, sorry, let me read that. Tap a generic and a white in itself. You may put an equip card from your hand onto the battlefield. Well, when you want to put that on the Mausoleum Wanderer, ooh. Just saying, very, very nice. And the fact that now your Aether Realm now tags up to two. Now you can actually potentially protect it with rattle chains. Just throwing it out there. Just, just This is the little tech advice that I'm giving you since I played this version of the deck. Then finally, you got the Geist of St. Traft. Let me just tell you, I love this card. A generic, a white, and a blue, 2-2. Two, two, legendary creature, Spirit Cleric. It has hexproof. Oh, how could you not like that? I just wish it also had flying. Well, let's keep on reading, shall we? Whenever Geist of St. Traff attacks, create a 4-4 white angel token with flying that's tapped and attacking. Exile that token at the end of combat. Now, Ravishing, this is what I call a two-for-one. I attack for one, you're getting nailed with two creatures. What do you think? Ouch. Exactly. Ouch. The fact that it's a 2-2 two, two and you got a 4-4 four, uh, four, four flying creature, eh, we're talking about 6. Not mm-hmm. bad, right? And the fact that it has hexproof, you know what that means, Ravishin? What? It means that our opponent can't do nothing to it except for, this is the reason why I wish I had flying. It can block. And that's all they can do. They can't cast spells. They can't target it. They can do nothing to it except for block it. And that's why I wish I had flying. It makes me sad. It brings me to tears. But still, an exceptional card. The fact that it can do that. Now, the reason why you're going to go, well, Dwight, it doesn't have flying, but it does all these mystical, magical things that we like to do. Well, let me give you my revelation on that. Here it is. Ready? The revelation is this. You can put one of the artifacts if you don't have 
the mausoleum wanderer or another spirit on the battlefield to sit there and put the equipment on. Let me just tell you, this here, my friends, is where you really want to attach your equipment. Why? Because it has hexproof. Your opponent can't do nothing to it. And if you can put a really badass uh, enchantment to it, uh, equipment to it, oh, bravo. That's 10 out of 10. That's five stars, buddy. I don't care who you are. Your opponent's going to go look across the board going, yeah, uh, I'll go one or two more turns, but yeah, my life sucks. This is some bullshit. Straight up bullshit. Now let's look at the next, next slide, shall we? Next slide. Oh, here's the equipments that we're talking about. Ready? Sword and fire and ice. Three generic. This is a classic. This is from back in the day. I'm going to read it for you. Artifact equipment. And he reads, equipped creature gets two plus two and has protection from red and white. Wow. If you put that on, I don't know, uh, Geist the Saint Traft, who's a two, two, he becomes now a four, four with protection of red and uh, red and blue. Protection from red and blue. Are you kidding me? I, I don't know about you, but it makes it a lot more difficult for our opponents to, uh, to deal with, right? Let's keep on reading, shall we? Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, so the damage must go through, Sword of Fire and Ice deals two to any target, and you draw a card. Any target. That means Planeswalker. That means any creature on the board state, or it could be the opponent themselves. Very nice. And what's the problem? What's the key problem, Renata? Oh, maybe you don't know because you really don't play spirits too much. The key problem, ladies and gentlemen, the Boo Crew, is that guess what? We suck at card drawing when it comes to spirits. It's awful. Oh, it drives me nuts. Oh, it, 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 it drives me much sugar. Now. Let me just tell you. The fact that we can't get card draw in spirits. But look, he has equipment too. Okay, not a bad. Not, not a bad thing. So, oh, I can play my uh i i don't know stoneforge mystic grab the sword of fire nice oh i could put this on the battlefield oh and equip it oh very very nice very nice very sexy this one i like this deals damage and we draw a card very nice very nice now let's look at keldra complete shall we seven mana well thank god for our stoneforge mystic with its generic and a white and tap it it's a legendary artifact equipment, and it reads a living weapon. If you don't know what a living weapon means, it comes on the battlefield with a, a little germ. It's like a, a, a real-life thing, and then you, if you kill the creature, it, you know, kill the token, it has indestructible. Woofa. Woofa. Now, mind you, think about this. You add that on to guys the same Traff, who has hexproof, and this creature is now indestructible. There's nothing your opponent can do. Nothing. And you're going to constantly attack with the guys that same chef with a 4-4 flyer on top of it. Let's let's keep on reading the shenanigans that Keldra's Complete does, shall we? Equipped creature, creature gets 5 plus 5. Wow. What? Hell, just do me a favor. Just put this on Mausoleum Wanderer. How? how what, 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 what just happened here? Yeah, I'm also going to wonder where I'm from one to a six. I haven't even finished reading yet, right? Has first strike. Okay. 
has trample. Okay. Indestructible. Okay. Haste. Oh, that means I can attack this turn when it comes out? Okay. Whenever this creature deals combat damage to a creature, exile that creature. So if it's that stupid little freaking monkey Ragavan, guess what? We spanked the hell out of that monkey and he's out of here. Equip, equip cost of seven, though. But that's why we have Stoneforge Mystic. Wow. Wow, man. Now let's look at the last one, shall we? This one was a little bit of shocking to me. The Mall of the Skyclaves. Not like you're going to the mall and go shopping like we did back in the 80s, but a mall, M-A-U-L. Mall of the Skyclaves, two generic and a white artifact equipment. Shall we read? When Mall of the Skyclaves enters the battlefield, attach it to target creature you control. So if I draw this card, oh, and I have three mana, okay, not a problem. I, I, if I had a choice, what would I want to attach this to? Let's keep on reading, and I'll tell you my thought. I'll give you my hot take. Ready? Equip creature gets plus two, plus two. Very nice. It gets flying. Aha. Uh -huh. And then finally, first strike. Now, the equip card is two generic and two white mana. But who would I want to attach this to? Anything that didn't have flying. I don't know. Uh, shall we go back to, mm, um, oh, what's that guy's name that creates the 4-4 spirit? Oh, come on. I'm messing around here. Of course, the Geist of St. Draft. Why would you not want to put this on the Geist of St. Draft? It has hexproof. Oh, no, it has flying and first strike, and it's plus two, plus two. So now I get a 4-4 flying Geist of St. Draft with an angel of 4-4, and I'm smashing in for eight. Do we, do we see a problem here? I'll tell you right now, our opponents who didn't expect to see this deck goes, where the hell did this come from? Huh? This is a deck? This is a viable deck? This is... Yo, my man, you, my, oh, my girl, you went rogue. Technically, this is a rogue spirit deck. You can't... This is what I'm talking about when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, sometimes you got to go back to back in the day and, and find out where you are. I want to thank Mike from uh, 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 where? Oshawa, Ontario, from the Great White North. I want to thank you, my man, for bringing this deck to the light. Because realistically and honestly, I think this is a deck that can and will win NFNMs. Now, if I took this to, let's say, a major event, I don't know, uh, uh, Star City Games event in Philadelphia, maybe, maybe I catch people by surprise. Maybe I don't. But there's only one way to find out, right? Put your, you know, put your money where your mouth is to go out there and try it. Now, like I said before, I've tried this deck. And it worked exceptionally, exceptionally well. And the reason why, nobody was expecting this. Nobody saw this coming around the corner. But then when they started figuring out and started having answers at my local, at my LGS, at my local game store, then I was like, okay, time to think, put this thing to sleep for a little bit. 
And you know what? It's been asleep for maybe two years. I think it's time to bring this little bad boy back out and bring, I'm sorry, bring this spirited deck back out and give my uh, LGS some hell. Now let's go to the next slide. Shall we, Ravishing? Here are the lands. Ghost Quarter and Ottawa Soaring of the City. Let me start with the Ottawa. It taps for one blue, right? Because it's in a legendary, legendary land. It has channel. Not bad. Now, let's keep on reading. The channel is a generic and three. Discard Ottawa, Soaring City. Return target artifact, creature, enchantment, or planeswalker back to its owner's hand. This ability costs one less to activate for each legendary creature you control. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're aware, but if you looked at the deck, we're running two legendary creatures. That's uh, Thalia and Geist of St. Traft. So potentially, this can turn into a two-mana card, and basically, if there's a card on the table that you ha you're having problems dealing with, boop, 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 that thing goes back to your hand, and guess what? Potential victory right there. Very, very nice. I like. It's my stamp of approval. I wish we had a, a, a thing of a stamp of approval. Now let's look at Ghost Quarter, shall we? Ghost Quarter, it's a basic land. Oh, it's just a land. It's not a basic, just a land. And it has for a colorless. And it also reads, tap it, sacrifice Ghost Quarter, destroy target land. Its controller may search its library for a basic land, put it into the battlefield, then shuffle your library. I like this card. I really do because it can take away the mana sources that are two mana, the Triome lands like three mana. Maybe there's a mana base out there like, uh, I don't know, or it's a saga that's bothering us, and it gets rid of it. The problem I have with this card is the fact that, oh, um, they get to search the card for a basic land, and then, oh, we have to sacrifice Ghost Quarter so our mana base goes down while they stay where they are. I understand why this card is in there. I'm not besmirching Mike on it. I I, I I like it. I If you're going to be slow and slow up the game, just go fires to it. Just go Field of Ruin. You can go either or, but my choice would have been Field of Ruin here. But it's a solid card for those land bases out there that just, just a pain in the ass. Absolutely. So let's look at the next slide, shall we? Oh, Ravishing, what is this that we see here? Well, we now have our Boot Crew shirts available in our MTG Ectoplasm merch store, as well as our uh, MTG Ectoplasm, MTG Ectoplasm IRL, and MTG Ectoplasm gameplay shirts. Very nice. And what am I holding in my hand right now? A coffee mug. Ooh, MTG Ectoplasm coffee mug. Trust me, right now, this coffee tastes so delicious. It tastes like super duper coffee. Mm. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, mtgectoplasm.com. Support the show. Get your t-shirts, mtg ectoplasm, mtg ectoplasm IRL, mtg ectoplasm gameplay. And guess what? The Brew Crew t-shirts are at that. That's out here. Boo Crew. That's right. It says mtg ectoplasm and then Boo Crew. Get it while it's hot. Men, women sizes, all sizes. Hell, if you want some baby sizes, let us know. We'll try to do what we can to get you some baby ones. Because, yep. you know, babies like to say boo. Boo. Especially during Halloween. <laughs> so, Reverend Shane, let's go to the next slide, shall we? And this is what we have the sideboard. Here we are. Chalice of the Void, X and X. 
It's an artifact narrated. Chalice of the Void enters the battlefield where X charge counters on it. So if you pay two, you put a one. If you pay four, you get two. You play three. I'm sorry, pay six, you get three. You get the point. Whenever a player casts a spell with converted mana cost equal to the number of charge counters on Chalice of the Void, counter that spell. Very delish. I like this card. Why? I don't know. There's a card called Living End. What is the other? Crash of Rhinos. You put this on the battlefield for zero. Uh, no, no, my friend, no happening, not today, not today. If I pay two, guess what? That stupid monkey Ragavan and his lightning bolt and Mausoleum Wanderer, uh, uh, no, not Mausoleum, uh, sorry, uh, Monstery Swift Spear or whatever, whether one mana costs out there, not happening. And the fact that some people are like, well, I don't understand how this works. Here's it simple, ready? If you have a uh, uh, cavern of souls onto the battlefield, guess what? You can still play your card, even though there's a chalice of the void on the play because they can't counter it. The chalice can't counter it. Aether vial. You're no longer casting. You're just putting a card onto the battlefield. So our deck with the aether vial works around this card. Chef's kiss. I love it. Kentucky wars wage. Big fan of this card. Just a little skeptical in this deck. Generic in a white is a legendary creature spirit. Another legendary creature here works well with Ottawa, right? It's a 2-1. All artifacts have, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice this artifact unless you pay one mana. We're already mana. We're, we're constricting ourselves here with mana. Paying the additional one. Ugh, it's tough. But in general, like it a lot. I like it. I like it very much. Then you got the Sword of War and Peace. Three generic uh, artifact equipment. Equip creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from red and white. I wonder who will we throw this on. Guys, the same draft. That's a hit. Guys, stuff same draft. Whenever equip creature deals combat damage to a player, War, a sword of war and uh yeah sword of war and peace deals damage to that player equal to the number of cards in hand very nice i, I got no complaints there you may gain life for each card in your hand you know why i like this card ladies and gentlemen because the fact that there's another issue with spirits we generally don't like to gain we don't gain life and if we do gain life it puts the bar in our favor because since we're not drawing cards, it means that we can stay out there a little bit longer to fight the good fight. Think about it. The longer we stay alive makes it more difficult for our opponent to kill us. The longer we stay alive, it gives us more opportunity to kill our opponent. You see where I'm getting that? You see where, you see where I'm going here? War and Peace is a really good card. Is it better than uh, Fire and Ace? No, no, it's still very good. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Reach out to me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com and let me know what your thoughts. Is this something you're willing to try? Something you're going, hey, you know, I don't know. I'm going to just stick to my band. I'm going to stick to my Azorius. Well, you know what? I gave up on modern. I'm in pioneer, and I'll just stick with my Azoria. Oh, sorry, my my mono blue snow build or my band. 
you know, Dwight, you're speaking shenanigans about the Zorius. Maybe I'll try that. But let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, come on, Boo Crew. Try this deck out. I'm telling you, it is fun. I like this deck. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it out. I'm gonna take take it to my LGS and uh make them go once again. That's boo sheet. That's absolute boo sheet. Now, before I end the show tonight, I'm making you aware of my announcement here. The announcement is this. The Boo Crew has spoken at Philadelphia, the Star City Games event happening in November. I think it's 11th through the 13th. I got permission from the Ravishing one, the Ravishing Renata, right, Ravishing? Yes. Yes, I got permission? Yes. I can go to the Star City Game event? Yes. That's three times you heard it, ladies and gentlemen, so I will be there. So I hope you're there wearing your Boo Crew t-shirt or an MDG Ectoplasm t-shirt. Uh, who knows? I might be handing out the, some spirit tokens while I'm there. I'm just saying. If you see me, just go, hey, MTG Ectoplasm. I like to show. I might hand out spirit tokens. Just saying. But I asked you, the Boo Crew, hey, what deck should I play for this event? I sat there and said, should I play Modern? Azorius, or should I play Pioneer Azorius? And people are like, come on, bro. What's up with the Azorius? Everybody knows, snow, you know, the Mono Blue Snow and Bandits where, we're at, where it's at. And then when you go to Modern, everybody knows that, eh, you know, eh. I ain't afraid of a challenge, ladies and gentlemen. Bring it. I got no shade. Come on, let's bring it on. I got the fight. I got the fighting spirit. I got the eye of the tiger. Let me just tell you. I take them all. I'll wear that crown. I know where my throne is. It's right here. I got the other one in the bathroom, but that's a different story. So the audience has spoke. You, the boo crew, have spoken, and I will be playing Pioneer Azorius. That's right. So if you see me there and you're my competitor, that sucks because you already know what I'm playing. But for everybody else there, you know what I'm playing too because I'm not afraid. I'm, I, I welcome the challenge. Come on, bro. Come on, sis. Bring it on. I'll go fist the cuffs for you. You know, I'll, I'll do. I'll bob and weave, try to knock you out like Mike Tyson did back in the day. I, I won't bite your ear. Okay, that's what thing he did back in the 90s. Kind of creepy. but I promise not to bite your ear. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank Mike from Oshawa, Ontario, for sending me his deck list and to remind me of Spirit Blade. I haven't seen it in a while, and you know I'm going to try it. I'm excited. I'm jovial. I'm giddy, and I can't wait to do it. What do you think, Ravishin? Let's do it. There you go. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's Boo Sheets. <laughs>